0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday, April the 19th, 2023. It is currently 7.18 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm having a hard time right now trying to maintain and control my emotions. You may feel before I'm done that I'm being too emotional, too sensitive, And then I'm making a big deal out of nothing. It's no big deal. But I've seen this story play out way too many times. I've seen this happen over and over and over again. And at some point, I, I, I feel like there's all I can do is just throw up my hands and say, I am, I'm disgusted. By Christianity, I am I, I I am disgusted by it. I despise it. I want nothing to do with it. It's it's horrible. It, it 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 it's just absolutely disgusting. And, and I and I know when I say they're going to be like, well, no, 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 not all Christians, and or or those people aren't Christian. We always got to make an excuse. We can never just own it that so much that happens within the world of Christianity is just horrific and horrible. And look, I include myself. I am disgusted and despise my own thinking and my own behavior at times. So I, so I don't want to come across as being judgmental, but I but I I just cannot process how this happens over and over and over and over again. Yesterday, all over Christian websites, here on this podcast, I announced the news that Charles Stanley had passed away at the age of 90. I talked a little bit about my, you know, connections with Charles Stanley. I graduated from his, you know, Bible Institute. Uh, you know, I, I have a diploma. I was looking for it yesterday to to get the exact name of everything on it. Um, I, I didn't bother to bring it up here because I didn't know I was getting ready to talk to talk about this. I talked about how Charles Stanley, his, it was his teaching that really taught my daughter how to take uh, sermon notes, and you know, not. And I definitely disagreed with much of his doctrine and much of his theology. But you know, I, I just wanted to talk about Charles Stanley. I don't agree with everything he taught in no way, shape, or form. But he just died. Like there wasn't time to go, you know, Charles Stanley, and here's the 15 things wrong with his teeth. No, it was it wasn't time to do that. A human being created in the image of God just died. He was a father. He was a husband. He had family. His son Andy Stanley lost. His father, it wasn't time to attack doctrine and theology. It was time just to remember the humanity of a human being who died. Like, like that, that's, 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 that's a, that's a, that's a sad thing. That's a tragic thing. Death is, I don't care if you die when you're 20 or die when you're 90. It's, it's always tragic. You leave people behind and people, Andy Stanley lost his father. I mean, that's, that's a tragic thing. That's a horrible thing. And, and you think that just basic human decency, when someone dies, is is to set aside everything else and just deal with the fact that a human being died. Deal with that just reality. It's not time to get into everything else. You, you think? I mean, that, that's a basic thing, and you got to let people grieve. And you and you just but. I, I, Christians can't do that, I guess. I guess Christians can't do that. I'll, I'll never forget when, I believe it was Rick Warren when his son committed suicide and I turned on the microphone to just, report the tragic news and, and to, to basically grieve that Rick Warren had lost his son and, and immediately what well, Rick Warren, it was his, the, and attacked Rick Warren. I mean, his son is dead and they wanted to attack Rick Warren and it was vile and it was disgusting and it made me sick to even be associated with Christianity. And other times where a, a famous preacher or someone who will die, well, they're theology and they want to, they want to attack them and attack them and attack them. And I'm like, what, what, what is so wrong in the brain of a Christian when a human being dies that we look for an opportunity to step on them, to kick them, to, to attack them? To, I, I don't get what Christians just want to destroy people and attack people. When someone falls into sin, we're not there to love and to pick up. We want to kick. And slander and destroy that, that. It's just like it. Christians sometimes are more vile and more evil than atheists. And and it's it's it's. I, I get sick of it. I'm reminded of of these pretty basic, simple words you've heard that it has been said, thou shall love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto to you, love your enemy, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now, yes, I understand that's from the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, I understand that's the law of God. And yes, I understand we will always fall short of it over and over and over. But Christians run around claiming that we have the supernatural ability to obey it and that, and that if we don't do this, it proves we're not Christians. Well, then I guess no one is saved because over and over and over what I see within the Christian world is no love for our enemies, for our theological enemies, for enemies in the world. We hate and we attack and we destroy and we rip apart. Now, yeah, I'm I'm very upset right now because here's what happened. I walked up the stairs and I came here to sit down in front of the microphone because things happen tonight where we're not having in-person services. And so I thought, you know, I'll, I'll go upstairs and who knows what I'll do. I, I had lots of ideas and I'm like, well, while I'm waiting to, you know, try to figure out what I'm doing, I'll just look at some news headlines. So I, I, I was looking here at some news headlines and uh, I saw this news headline. It was published uh, today, April the 19th, 2023. Andy Stanley, Charles Stanley's uh, son, Charles Stanley and Touch Ministries died yesterday. Andy Stanley reveals the last thing his father told him before dying, wonderfully weighty words. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's it's sad. Andy Stanley, you know, his father died. At that moment, I don't see Andy Stanley, the preacher I may disagree with. I don't see Andy Stanley, a theology I may disagree with. I see Andy Stanley, a son who just lost his father like 24 hours ago. That, that's all. That's all I can. I mean, I'm, I'm, why am I going to see anything else at that moment? And so I, I begin to read the article. Georgia megachurch pastor, Andy Stanley, said he will miss his father. I mean, can't you relate to that? And he says he will miss his father every day until I see him again. I mean, can't you relate to that? A day after his father died, the pastor of North Point Community Church took to Twitter to share a few details about the last weeks with his father, a prominent evangelical broadcaster and former lead pastor of the First Baptist Church in Atlanta. He included four photos of him and, and the late Charles Stanley over the years. Those final few weeks with my dad have been precious beyond words. At the end of every visit, he asked me to pray for him, which of course I did. On my knees beside the big leather chair he was confined to for the past several months, tweeted Stanley. But as I was leaving his house this past Saturday, he asked if I could pray for him as if he knew. Then as was his habit, he said, I couldn't be prouder of you, Andy. Andy Stanley stated those were the last words that his father said to him, calling them wonderfully weighty words. I'll miss him every day until I see him again, Stanley concluded. And then there's the pictures of him with his father. I mean, it's... It's a son who lost his father. And if you know that they had a a rocky relationship and they, and the two had a a years long falling out and finally they, they reconciled. So here's a father and son who had a rocky relationship. Finally they reconcile. And then he gets to hear his father say, I'm proud of you. And then he just posts, you know, that, Hey, I'm going to miss him until I see him again. And he has photos of him with his father. I mean, I mean, I mean, do you do you need salvation to go? Wow, that's that's a beautiful thing. And I and I, I'm sorry that Andy Stanley lost his father, and and I'm I know it's got to be hard, and I know he's going to miss him because it's hard to lose your parent. Like, is is that such a horrible thing? And then, so I'm like, well, that that's that's a powerful article, you know. And so I just kind of scrolled down, didn't think anything about it. I kind of set the iPad down. I'm like, well, that's kind of emotional, and that's sad. And That's depressing. And, you know, I sure hope Andy is okay. You know, because at that point, I I mean, I don't care about anything else. And when I scrolled down, all of a sudden I saw the comments. The first response one hour ago. To be honest, it seems both of the Stanleys have had too much attention focused on them. Mm. What? You, you, you respond to an article where a son is grieving the loss of his father and your first words, your first words, Is to be honest, it seems both the Stanleys have had too much attention focused on them. Like many members of the SBC, I rarely knew the name of the current president, but it seems to have more to do with fame, big churches, and the limelight than anything else. So you're going to use an article where a son is grieving the loss of his father to air your grievances with the SBC? Because you're a Christian and, oh, you know, someone died. So let me have an opportunity to attack a denomination. Let me have an opportunity to attack people because that's what Christians do. Because we've got the fruit of the spirit. And then it says, while I oppose ordination of women as pastors, this part of Timothy is far too often ignored. He, he must be able to manage his own family well and make his children obey him with all respect. For a man does not know how to manage his own family. How can he take her to the church of God? Maybe if the pastor's wife refuses to go to church for years, the church ought to wonder. He uses it to attack Charles Stanley. He uses the death of Charles Stanley on an article where the son is grieving the death of his father to attack the pastor's credentials. I'm so, I mean, that a dog would have more compassion over losing the death of their owner than a Christian can have over the death of a pastor because he wants to attack him and attack his life and attack his credentials. After the man is dead, there's lo- lots of pastors who I disagree with strongly. But if they die, shut my mouth. Grieve the death of a, of a human being who now entered into eternity. Why would you attack someone? Oh, but these are the Christians, I guess, who read Christian news sites. The next person. I couldn't be prouder of you, Andy. He says, uh, "Charles Stanley, this is one of the mistakes Charles Stanley has made before his death. Perhaps he didn't pay close enough attention to what his son was teaching." I'm not being hateful in any way to the Stanley, Stanley family. Yes, you are. This is an article about the son grieving the death. Just leave it alone. If you do, I, do I agree with Andy Stanley's preaching? Absolutely not. Have I criticized it? Absolutely. Am I going to use the uh, the occasion of the death of his father to point it out under an article about it? Like, ooh, this is one of the many mistakes. This is one of many of the faux pas that, that Charles Stanley's made. He obviously wasn't paying enough attention to what his son was teaching. Oh yeah, so loving, so compassionate, so godly. Oh because because we're gonna worry about theological correctness when someone dies Next that that person then comes back. Because, you know, that one comment wasn't enough. Another person has to come and say, Mr. Stanley, if you want to make your father please meet, and, and meet him again, please use more solid doctrine. I guess he's saying Andy Stanley is going to die and go to hell because, you know, he's, I guess, obviously God. And those are the uh, comments currently on the Christian post underneath it. It's disgusting. It's vi- not one person comes in there to offer condolences. Not one person says anything about grief, not, not any, about how it's always sad when a human being dies. Nothing, 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 nothing. No compassion, no love, no common, basic human decency that a dog would probably demonstrate more so than I guess Christians can. Now, I know that I'm not saying all Christians. Please hear me out. I know because some of you are already going to accuse me. Well, it's only a couple of people, but I've witnessed this too many times. I witnessed it in my own life when my father died. And then I'm getting chastised because I didn't answer an email by a Christian. I can, I can remember when my mother, never forget it. I'm a teenager. I haven't been saved that long. One of the things I did, I had a, a job to try to, you know, cut the, the, mow the lawn at the church, cut the grass. Well, my mother, you know, I, I get the call that my mom is, you know, in the hospital on a Friday at school, and I, you know, I go there, and you, you know, for all practical purposes, she's basically dead. But they can't declare her dead yet because they have to get three—the brain waves have to—they you know, have to do these tests to to be able to declare her dead. But it's horrible, and you know, there's maybe very little hope that she's ever going to come out of it. I go home, and everyone knows what has happened. Everyone knows my mom is in the hospital. Everyone knows how bad it is, and I get a call, someone griping me out because I hadn't mowed the. You know, the the, the grass at the church yeah wonderful Christians wonderful loving compassionate people I, I'll never forget when I brought I, I did a podcast one time about my um, daughter who was paralyzed at the time and uh, I got a I got it's I, as a, as a, as a podcast episode before it was called podcasting that my daughter was paralyzed and we didn't know if she'd ever walk again and I got attacked because of the picture that was used for the episode because it was me wearing a hat and they thought I was trying to look cool. And the only reason there was a picture of me is because the, the platform at the time made me post a picture of myself. I've just watched this play out too many times. I care about doctrinal purity. I care about philological accuracy. I care about hermeneutical accuracy, maybe as more so than most people, and at least as much as anyone else. But when someone dies, when someone falls into sin, Where's, where's compassion? Where's mercy? Where's grace? Where's love? Where's basic human decency in the body of Christ? We're no better than anybody else. It's just another piece of evidence that just shows me I'm so tired of Christians claiming that when we become saved, we're freed from the power of sin, and we can do this, and we can do that. And all we do is act like complete animals over and over and over. In a situation like that, like you would think that that under that article, would be flooded with, with, you know, so sorry to hear of the passing of, of Charles Stanley. It's always horrible. You know, when you lose your father, you lose your parent. Very sorry, and not have it. Just leave their theology out of it. Leave their doctrine out of it. You know, yes, Charles Stanley. You know, g- got a divorce. Yes, I know that. Yes, there were there were I guess talks or rumors that his wife had basically stopped going to church. And yeah, you can. you all of those issues were, were addressed first when they were occurring. Second, what difference does it make now? He's dead. And third, if you want to talk about it, how about you wait a couple of months? How about I don't know? Let the body letting be buried. Let the funeral happen. I don't know. How about let? How about let the the body at least make it to the morgue? How about? How about? How about? No, no, Christians, we can't do that because we we care about doctrinal purity more than we care about human decency. I've watched this happen. Over and over again. And it's just sickening. I don't even want to go on on any, you know, I don't even want to go on any social media sites. Who knows what I'm going to find? Who knows? Who knows what I would find underneath Andy Stanley's, uh, you know, Twitter account? Hopefully it would not be anything horrible. Hopefully it wouldn't be. But I don't want to look. Uh, And I knew and I and I and I know not to read the comments on Christian news sites. I know not to read the comments. I know I almost never do. But this is just one of those weird situations where I got to the bottom of the article. and I just kind of swiped up and set the iPad down. And then I'm like, okay, so what do we want to talk about today? And then I looked over and I like, oh, there's a couple of comments. And I just my eyes just kind of skimmed over. And I'm like, I can't believe this. Every comment is an attacking comment. Now, I know it's a small, small number, but if I had not witnessed and seen these things happen throughout my Christian life, it probably would I probably would I'd be like those people are messed up. But I've seen it play out too many times. Christians. Do we even care to try to love our enemies? I mean, do we even try? You can see someone as your theological enemy. You can, you can attack their theology. I like, I hate, I loathe charismatic theology with every ounce of my being. I can't stand Bethel Church at all. But if any of the leaders at Bethel Church was to die, I'm not going to attack them in any way, shape, or form. Later on, I may attack their theology that healing is guaranteed because obviously it didn't work, but, you know, you, not at the moment, not at the time. It's one thing to attack the theology. It's another thing to attack the person. And if you've got something to say about the person, can you not just wait? I, I, like, I just don't understand there there's an arrogance and a self-righteousness and a condemning mindset in the mind, in, in, in so many christians so i i just i just want i i just wanted to turn on the microphone just to say i you know i don't know if anyone's going to hear me i don't know if anyone's even going to care Probably didn't even bother you that people would even say the thing. I know you can just give it up. Ah, that's just the internet. That's just the way people act. But I will never accept it. When a human being dies, I don't care who they are. Atheist, agnostic. I don't care what religion. I don't care what race. I don't care what gender. I don't care what their sexual orientation is. I don't care their pronouns. When a human being dies, that's a human being creating the image of God entering into eternity. And th- there's going to be people left behind who's going to be hurt. Their brother, their sister, uncles, nieces, father, mother, husband, whatever the case may be. And that's, that's always tragic. That's pain. That's suffering. Love your enemy. Obviously, we're not very good at it, including me. Love your neighbor. We're not very good at it, including me. So I I fail at all of these things, maybe just in a different way. That's why our only hope is Jesus Christ, who did love his enemies because he died for us. He did love his neighbor. He did love the father correctly. And I'm thankful that my salvation is not based on how much I love or don't love because it's never going to be right. In fact, I'm going to fall short constantly. It is good that we can trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ for our salvation. Andy Stanley will never hear this. But I'm sorry that Christians would attack you after the loss of your father. For every Christian who attacks you after the loss of your father, I, I all I can do is apologize for every single one of them, and I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. You can email me at newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. God bless.